of King of the Show. Can we even count it as the first? Uh, it's the first chronologically. It's the zeroth release order. It's the zeroth canonical order. I remember the first time that I saw something like this where they were like, we're going to do chapter zero. It was when DC rebooted the new 52 and they were like, every arc needs a zero issue so that we can explain to you things you already know. Yeah. So I, I, I had like a sour taste in my mouth when we were like, uh, we should do a, an episode zero because I got like like these wartime flashbacks of a really bad history p- period of history for DC. Yeah, there, there's only two types of episode zeros. There's the we're too edgy to say prologue or yes, <laughs> this literally has nothing to do with anything type of episode zero. So, yes, but it is episode zero. This is officially king of the show. We are the many folds. I am Chris. I'm Scott. What the fuck is king of the show? Chris, can you explain that? Well, I actually can, uh, especially because this is our first episode. This is the first time we are ever recording together. Yes, we have not practiced. We have not done any sort of, hey, we should try this out to see what it sounds like before we actually decide to post it. This is our first one. Right, Scott? Oh, absolutely. Chris, that's right. So King of the Shill, uh, since this is your first time joining us, this is a conversational podcast where Scott and I try to shill each other on things we like. Um, You know, we... We really became really fast friends after we met in earnest because we both shared this like really inordinate passion for just being like, why the fuck can you not understand Resident Evil? Why don't you watch this show that I love? So on and so forth. Right. So we kind of started having these conversations together and we decided this would really be fucking great for like sort of like a podcast kind of format. And so after many, many nights of beating the shit out of each other in various fighting games and thinking about what sort of format makes sense. Here we are today with King of the Show Episode Zero. That's right. And I mean, you already alluded to it. This is kind of just us doing the same things we would typically do just in the course of our friendship. But we also thought, hey, I can be shilling you on this thing and have a conversation partner and we can kind of geek out about this stuff that we like mutually, but also it'd be cool to get it out there into the space and have some people hear it and see what they think. Right. Like I love things like Dragon Quest that are not that popular in the West. I would like you to like Dragon Quest, but I also want some other people to give it some love. Right. So this is the perfect way to do it. And I think that we have a we have a pretty strong set of opinions between the two of us. Uh, I, I'm I am like ninety nine point nine percent sure every one of our personal friends that's going to be listening to this is probably like this is literally the last thing that I need is a recorded version yes. of these two jagoffs bitching about my favorite show. Yeah. <laughs> am I am I the most bitter person you've ever met? No, no, no. And I, I'll say, well, maybe. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, definitely. I thought that it was me. And then we met. Right. Like I thought I thought for sure I was like, I'm such a crotchety old man at this point in my life. Right. Like 30 year old boomer, a thousand percent applied to me before it was even a meme. Right. Because like 
I'm one of those people that like, uh, I, I don't want to give you the impression that I'm like an actually kind of yeah. guy. Right. But I am definitely one of those people that it's just like, all right. Mm, mm, I, I don't really like the bastardization of all of my favorite properties. Yeah. Right. So um, I thought it was me. And then I heard your take on Game of Thrones and I was like, this is my person. <laughs> yeah. I'm your spirit animal. Like, that's I, right. I mean, to give the people some background, Chris and I are we we're the type of people that just have very specific tastes. We know what we want and how we want it. And we have very little patience for things that are mediocre. Right. We, we or at least seemingly mediocre or seemingly right? mediocre. That's fair. But like just we, we don't have patience for things that are basically wasting our time. And that's why, like, this show is so fun for us is because, like, this is there are so many like there are so many things out there that, that we both consume and that I have no doubt that, you know, the masses consume and, and the, the two people listening to this. Hi, mom. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, consume as well. Um, I think that, like, there's so much out there that's about, like. I need to tell you what I think about like the new Star Wars movies or whatever. Right. And like, you know, that we're not going to get away from that type of stuff, but ultimately like, this is really about stuff that we love, right? Like we're not, we're not sitting here lamenting over like the whole Ray Skywalker thing, spoiler alert, but um, you know, it rather it's us sitting down being like, bro. Yeah. Can you even believe that you never watched this television show before. Can you believe that? Because look how fucking great it is. You know, that's, what's really fun about it. Yeah. It's also nice too, just because like it can get exhausting and kind of, it can wear you down to have to talk about these things that are, whether you have a, an attachment to it or not, it's not, I don't really find it that fun to get angry about stuff all the time, it's just the way I am. So it's great yeah. to be able to, even if it's something where, like in the case of something like Dragon Quest, I can understand why you wouldn't have played them, right? They're just not that popular here. But yeah, sure. I just really want to talk about them because I don't get to well, with many people. And well, sure, you know, and like, you know, the stuff that we talk about is not going to be groundbreaking by any means, right? But like, we hope more than anything that ultimately we're sort of representing our perspectives on these things in a good light because. You know, I know that, for example, like one of the things that's a really big stickler for me is like, I cannot fucking understand how you have never taken to professional wrestling in a similar way that I have. Right. And so it's just it's fun to sort of. Present these things and why we love them in a way that it's not only just talking to each other. Right. It's talking. It's just talking. It's putting these things out there. And that's kind of kind of fun that way because what we're ultimately hoping for hoping for as well is to get some so, some interesting interaction and some feedback as well hopefully down the line because it's not just about getting you into wrestling scott it's about indoctrinating the masses <laughs> and getting them into wrestling Pro so that wrestling. everybody else is as big of a kenny omega stan as i am yeah i mean it's just fun too i think it's it's different to you can be talked out in a sense with other fans of a type of thing. And I don't even mean like the types of communities like Rick and Morty fans. I mean, like uh, there's just nothing else for me to say 
to the average Street Fighter fan, right? Yeah. Like other than talking about recent happenings in the FGC or something like that, there's really not much more for me to say about Street Fighter. But yeah, if you're not into it, right, then I can just kind of dump my passion onto you. I can just really get cringely obsessed with it with you and well, try and get yeah. you into it. And that's fun. Well, and it's sort of like too, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, uh, a good friend of mine who said the thing that they missed the most about Game of Thrones being good when mm-hmm. it was good was that they missed theorizing over what was going to happen next. Right. And that sort of idea, I think, is what we're really wanting. And what I think we're we're able to capture here is that sort of unbridled passion for something that is important to us uh, from an artistic perspective, whatever medium that might be. Right. Because we don't people even even for people, even podcasts and and shows and, you know, like YouTube channels that you could go to that are strictly like almost seemingly all negative commentary about like, I'm going to tear this thing apart. You know, most of the time people don't engage in that kind of content unless it's driven by a passion. Yeah. And that's sort of like really what, what is behind all of this is that it's not that I like wrestling. It's that I've got an unbelievable and indescribable passion for it for some very specific reasons that I just feel like, if you understand these reasons, you too can love pro wrestling. Yeah. Right. And that's a good segue because talking a a little bit more about what the show is specifically, right. There's also a kind of an art form that this goes back to one of our first real interactions, right? So we met at work for the second time, technically, but we met at work. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, one of our first real conversations together was that you were kind of struggling to understand really the point or the goal of Resident Evil 2 remake. And yeah. mm-hmm. we had a really extended lunchtime conversation where I basically in, in very similar format. We've done this eight million times <laughs> yeah. at this point, but I just kind of dumped everything in my brain on you of like, oh, you got to you got to think about rooms as puzzles and you got to pay the ferryman and either health <laughs> yeah. or ammo. These high minded <laughs> ideas about this stupid yeah. video game. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think the show kind of follows a similar ethos. Right. Like it's it's not enough to just say. Like, I'll go. I'll just go to Street Fighter. Street Fighter is cool because Ryu throws a fireball with his hands and M. Bison can do a flip kick, right? Like there's an art form to trying to get someone into something, right? Especially if it's not something that they'll be immediately taken with. And that's kind of what we're exploring here. It goes beyond just just saying what's cool about the show and trying to create something compelling that you could latch on to. A, get, a jumping on point right especially because like in in, in today's uh, like media culture and pop and, and popular culture things are and I, I, again here we go with this third the, i'm gonna sound like the biggest the biggest old head on the planet <laughs> throughout the course of this show but you know things are i think more of a product now than they ever have been for better or worse right so when you're talking about properties whether they are old properties that are no longer in production whether they are rebooted properties or hybrid of the two um, whatever the case is i think that it's a little bit different today when it comes to getting somebody into something and showing them something that you love 
because we are just sort of as 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 a people that are ingrained in this pop culture society, we are just passively and I think tuned to just immediately make a decision on whether or not we like something within the first 30 seconds of consuming it, mm-hmm. right? Because products are meant to be consumed that way on a large scale, right? Um, it's why I think that they're, that the overall goal of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is to suffocate people with content because they're casting the largest net possible. Yeah. They want to get the most people into it as soon as possible. And if you don't like Black Panther, don't worry, Captain Marvel's out in four weeks, right? Yeah. So like one of those things, right? And I think that like even even for recent content, right, and not exclusive to stuff that's older or legacy, but even with stuff that is made like that, sometimes there are things about it that aren't obvious on the first pass or maybe don't, you know, a person would not internalize them in a specific way that would, you know, carry a specific message that somebody else might find valuable or meaningful. And this is sort of what this taps into here, right? Because we've had these conversations with other people throughout our entire lives unsuccessfully. Yeah. I have tried to explain to people how much I love Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty, a thousand times and all thousand times it has been unsuccessful. I have not convinced one person to play that game that hasn't played it before because it's fucking weird. right? Yeah. And it's one of those things where it's like, a lot of people know what they're getting into because they've heard about it or they've seen it and they've made that decision already. But the two of us, we are, for better or worse, committed yes. <laughs> to, to seeing each other's what we like to call vertical slice. So why don't you tell us what, a, what the vertical slice is? Yeah, so uh, some people may know the term vertical slice. It's usually referred to in the gaming industry to basically a demonstration. If you think about a cake, a vertical slice of a cake, literally cutting from top to bottom, exposes every piece of the cake, every layer. That's what a vertical slice is to a demonstration of a video game. How we use the term here on the show is that our shills are not go and watch this entire TV series. Right. That's impractical. There would be five episodes of this show and we would give up. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> We'd be watching all the content any other time. Right. But episode two coming out three years after episode one. Exactly. So what we're doing instead is we're thinking personally about the topics we want to cover and coming up with a vertical slice, an easily digestible piece of the content that still demonstrates everything we're trying to shill about that content. So small spoiler, episode one, which is being released simultaneously mm, with simulcast. this episode. Fi- simulcasting. You, yes. you can go listen to it right now, yeah. but you shouldn't because you should wait until the end of this episode yeah. and then go listen to All it. All you have to do is nothing and it'll queue up after this. Yeah, one. <laughs> it's crazy. But in in that series, we'll be talking about what is probably my favorite television show of all time, Star Trek The Next Generation. Mm, I did I not have wait. Chris watch all of Star Trek The Next Generation. Instead, what I did was I selected basically a character arc. We'll cover that in the episode, but I, I selected a character arc that I thought would illustrate everything I like about the show in about four to five episodes. And Chris and I watched that together. So we create these vertical slices for each other. We go and we consume the content together 
then come back and wrap up our thoughts and determine whether or not the shill was successful. Yes. And I, what I think is is really fun about this for us is that no shill is the same. Right. So, you know, art art is always represented in, in many, many different mediums. Right. So where it might make sense, as you just said, for Star Trek, the next generation to consume five episodes, maybe that makes sense for television shows that might not. Obviously, you can't translate that into a video game or film even. Right. Because there's just the film. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's that's what's really exciting about this for me is things are going to be different depending on what specifically we are shilling. And on top of that, too, this isn't just about shilling, right? This isn't just about picking things that, you know, one of us isn't into and the other person is and, you know, doing this uh, conversational format where we try to, you know, shill each other on it. We also are going to be doing a little bit more than just shills with this show too. And uh, we, we plan to check in at least uh, once a week just to sort of, you know, talk about what shills are coming up and, and uh, talk about some stuff that might not be appropriate for a show because this will be no secret in the forthcoming episodes. Scott and I, we like fighting. Yes. We like, we like fighting a lot. Yes. Right. Neither of us need to be shilled on fighting games or individual titles. We like fighting. So, we still want to talk about it if something is exciting us, because ultimately the this this show is to wax poetically about the things that we love. Yeah. So even if we can't shill, we still intend to wax. And so you can definitely expect some uh, some content outside of just let me convince you to love this thing. Yeah. And really, I think ultimately the goal of the show is we just want to have the same conversations that we're typically having in this kind of structured way. Just have fun with it. Like Chris and I have had basically these exact conversations about four dozen times at this point yes. about different <laughs> things that we like. And we just hope that as you listen along and follow along with what we're doing, that we can at least convince some of you to like the stuff and hopefully entertain you while we do it. That's right. And uh, and as Scott mentioned uh, previously, just a minute ago, we're really excited because Star Trek The Next Generation is available right now. And I can tell you that uh, as soon as we sat down and started planning out, OK, like, what are we going to do? When are we going to it was it wasn't even a question. Scott's like, I already have the first I already have the first show ready. We're doing the next generation. Then it's set in stone because and I think a small spoiler for the episode uh, uh, series, but. You have been waiting for oh yeah an unfathomable amount of time to have somebody that is that will be able to talk to you about this show. Yeah, I uh, I like a lot of stuff that nobody else really seems to like that I know. So that's a mood. <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of emotion just kind of ready to spew forth at any moment. Yeah, and uh, I can't wait. It's 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 it's. It's a thing. And it, I, it is it is two parts. So like this is the other thing, too, is like in addition to, uh, you know, no shell being the same, some episodes might be more than one part. And one thing that you can guarantee is that uh, anytime there is a shill that we can guarantee you rather anytime there is a shill that is more than one part, every part will be available on release. So there's not going to be any sort of this you know, jiggery pokery where we're doing part one and making you wait for the subsequent parts. Ultimately, this is a show that, you know, if you want to interact with, there is a way for you to interact with it. And we're going to be very, very explicit about 
how that's going to be for each individual shill. So for Star Trek The Next Generation specifically, there are two parts. We discuss sort of what Scott's idea is for, like he said, an indiv- the small vertical slice of the episodes. And then we and then we break and uh, so that you can go watch them as well if you would like to. But we break to go watch them and then come back for part two for a postmortem. So I probably covered something that you that we already covered once already, but specifically for Star Trek. That's how it's working. <laughs> yeah. I mean, ultimately, the goal is we would like you to follow along with us. So we take that break. Go and watch the content if you can. And if if the shill did get you right, you're I'm yeah, partly well, shilling you in these episodes. Yeah. Right. So and even, go and watch and even it. Even if you're already a Trekkie. Right. Yeah. Like go watch them again. <laughs> and then whether or not you consume the content or not, you can come back and listen to us talk about our impressions about it. And hopefully we will have shilled the other person. I mean, I'm interested for our first failed shill. That's my. Uh, yeah, I I really. I'm curious to see what that's going to be like, because, you know, we've only done Star Trek so far. Yeah. And uh, and that one, um, you know, that one wasn't necessarily a success, but it wasn't necessarily a failure, not necessarily a spoiler. Just me trying to be ambiguous so that I don't give away the ending. Yeah. But (laughs) but uh, but yeah, it's going to be interesting because, you know, it's not that it's not that we're just into the same stuff. Right. It's that. It's that we're just we both like each other a lot. So mm-hmm. like the, <laughs> we're nice to each other. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like that's that's another thing that like I think is going to be interesting to see when it happens, as you said. But uh, but Star Trek first. And uh, I have a good feeling about this because um, I think that Star Trek is something that is beloved by a lot of people and can continue to be beloved by people um, for generations to come. So nice pun. Also heavy doubt considering the current state of star trek but yeah maybe that's someday another we'll talk conversation about that. <laughs> yeah king of the shit yeah for king of the shit yeah well this has been episode zero and i don't want to uh you know give away too much but star trek the next generation awaits you yeah yawn p- listener yeah please come and check us out let us know what you think hopefully you follow along and you do Get shilled on Star Trek. I hope I can convince more people to like this show. And thanks for your time. That's right. So uh, before, real quick before we go, Scott, I think it's probably probably beneficial to mention that this episode and all episodes of King of the Shill and any show that the many folds are behind are going to be available wherever you get your podcasts. Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, the Internet, the Post Office. Yeah. The podcast store. Jimmy down the street. Jimmy John's as well. No, that's a lie. We're not sponsored by Jimmy John's. (laughs) (laughs) But you can find it wherever you get your podcasts, as well as finding us at themanyfolds.com and at themanyfolds on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the socials. All the socials. This has been episode zero. I'm Chris. I'm Scott. We'll see you in the fucking Enterprise. Yeah. Boldly go. Peace. King of the ship.
Oh, yeah, bitch, I got acid rounds. Yeah, you made the right call.